Welcome back to the Leftovers After Show at AfterBuzz TV. We are going to be breaking down Season 3, Episode 5, Certified, tonight, and it is a doozy. Settle in. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, AfterBuzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Oh, yes. Uh... Yeah. Well, it was. It might be. Uh, We are going to talk about it because, uh, as the leftovers is wont to do, uh, nothing's quite clear. Um, But thank you guys for joining us here at AfterBuzz TV for the Leftovers After Show. I'm your host, Zach Wilson. Uh, You can find me all over the internet at that Zach Wilson. Uh, I have Roxy Stryer here. Yes, you do. You guys can find me everywhere at Roxy Stryer. And this is one of my favorite episodes ever. And we got Steve Kaufman. (laughs) You do have Steve Kaufman. You can find me on Twitter at Steve Kaufman. That is K-A-U-F-M-A-N-N. Let's dive right in. Uh, Well... Kelly McInerney couldn't join us this week. Oh, come on. Let me at least, like, shout out Kelly. Um, she is currently doing a uh, stand-up tour uh, up in the Bay Area. So if you are uh, in the San Francisco area, uh, check her out on, on Twitter at Holly Weirdo to find uh, the dates. Uh, we are not talking about much comedy today because <laughs> uh, there's some dark stuff happening on The Leftovers. I don't um, want to meet the person who found first, this episode funny. First, I just want to get your initial... <laughs> Reactions, Roxy, you said this was your favorite episode. One of them for sure. I love Lori. Even when she was GR, she was still one of my favorite characters just because she was infuriating at the time. And now I think she has come so full circle and is one of the most rational people on the show, which I understand after seeing tonight's episode why somebody might disagree. (laughs) But I, I love her and getting a little bit more on her backstory and where she is currently and watching her kind of pull the the puppet strings was so interesting. Yeah, Amy Brennerman uh, deliver like she delivers every time she's tasked with something heavy. Yes, and this episode showed just how many facets there are to Lori or Lorelai. Mm-hmm. We found mm-hmm. out like just like that's a whole name that we never said once on this show. Do you think that Damon Lindelof is a big? You know, Gilmore, Gilmore Girls, Girls fan? fan. Maybe. Uh, I happened to be doing, like, some... Uh, there was, like, research reasons that I was, like, casually watching <laughs> Gilmore Girls over the weekend. So it, like, really took me... It, like, I, like, woke up, like, even more in the moment where it's like, wait, what's her name? Yeah. <laughs> what show am I watching right now? Oh, wait, crazy stuff's happening? It's The Leftovers. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Steve, Wait, what, what about you? Um, I think this is the first episode this season that really hit me as hard as a lot of the previous episodes have. And I think maybe it's because this whole show has built, like, a real... Had, had me build a really thick skin. But this was the one where I'm like, oh, God, life is meaningless. Hmm. Everyone's gone. Everything is terrible. Like, whether the rapture ha- happens or not, like, there's that level of, like, general unhappiness. And that's part of the human condition. That it was just like, oh, man. This is just macabre. Like, that's the right word. Like, macabre. Like, this episode sort of begged the question, like, after after a trauma, is anyone, it, how, how hard is it for people to truly ever recover? And is, or is, like, if you suffer a true trauma, are you ever, like, can you ever really find that happiness again, or are you just sort of masking it? I think it would be so different if on the departure date... 2% of the population dropped dead and you saw them drop dead. It's yeah. the fact that the trauma is that they have no idea where they went. Therefore, the trauma is ongoing. There is no, you know, finality to it. There's no feel that this is done, that this is over, which is why you're 7, I'm sure, and then you're 14, you're 100, whatever it is, there's always going to be those anniversaries and people are always going to be scared because... They don't know what happened. They don't know what happened, yeah. and the date is one of the only things that they like can like be like. This happened. Like it happened on this date at this time. It's so a fact. I, mm. yeah, I can latch on to that fact and draw significance to it. Exactly. Um, like here, here's what I, here, I hadn't thought about this, but like, how did they account for like leap year? Within those seven years, like, interesting. Do we do we keep? I guess we keep the leap year. Of course, the we leap, keep the, the leap, leap day. Year. You keep uh, it. Well, actually, 
That's this is way. Do we down. have to account so that like do do we have to redo all the math so that the sun is in the exact same place or if the Earth is in the same place in relation to the sun based on the day? Like that's bordering on a prediction, but I think there's something to be said about that, and also time zone as well that it's happening at a different time. It's, hap- well, it's it happening at the same moment same, all across the globe. Same moment all across the globe, but the date is different if you're in Australia than it is if yeah. you're in America. But that might like. Time is such a relative thing that I wouldn't be shocked if in the next two weeks this show did play with that. Of it's going to happen at seven. No, nope, it actually happened at four thirty-five. I think yeah. when people start thinking too hard about it, we should just drug them. <laughs> it's my now new solution for everything. Lori taught me well. Anytime somebody's pissing me off, anytime I don't like what they're doing, they're getting the dog pills. <laughs> That's right. Uh, yep. I love. I think there Lori should be other steps before dog nope. pills. Such. Nope. A badass in this episode, and I love that, that we gave her like an episode of her own to really shine. Um, not that we haven't had them yeah. before, but like this was like Lori's episode. And I, I feel like when we had uh, our last guest in here, <laughs> I'm going to say John. Uh, he Kevin. was like, yeah, but everybody knows him as John on this show. If but you Kevin missed Carroll. last week's after show, we had Kevin Carroll yep. in studio, and he talked a lot about the episodes. Yeah, and when he came in here, he said that they were really paying off season one characters, uh, that that was where the main focus had come back to, which I thought was interesting because we've really seen so little of the kids. And they were, Jill was one of the biggest parts of season one, and Amy, your BFF, <laughs> who disappeared. I just feel like you miss Amy so much. I picked on her because, like, they, we, I, it's more picking on us because we thought yes. she was, like, so important. Amy but and the twins, you're just like, everything. The, yeah. the point is, though, that this was that for sure. This was yeah. us saying, Lori has been here all along. We never really got her story. Yeah, and we saw a little bit of how her and Kevin were before, but now it's time to really dive in. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna switch up the order that we had before the show a little bit because cool. as that lead us into, I want to talk about like Lori's past and the setup there. Cool. Because um, like we oh when we open we open on and it took me a moment to um, to place her. Right? I think I think I placed her like just before the show like set it up. Just uh, before she said I was at this laundry mat. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, that what like this is the the woman from the from the pilot of the show who like lost her kid. Not just the pilot, but all of the advertisements of this show. Yes, mm-hmm. everything we saw leading up to this show. This is who I thought the show was about when we saw everything. Like obviously not looking into IMDb or anything like that. I was like, wow, this is the star of the show. She's pretty good. Yeah, I don't think we've seen her since the no. the last episode of season one because mm-hmm. she was there when the um, when all the the duplicate bodies. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, her the actress's name is Natalie Gold, and Haley Harris, one of the writers, tweeted that she was credited as young mother. Hmm. And she doesn't have a name. She is so good. She She's so great. amazing. And doesn't this open up our eyes to how many other people have stories in this world? Yeah. Not saying there should be a spinoff, but not <laughs> not saying there should be a spinoff. Just saying. <laughs> we'll have to see how it ends. <laughs> true. That's very uh, true. <laughs> Um, oh God! Uh, <laughs> we can do a show from the alternate Earth where ninety-eight percent of people disappeared. No, um, but this was like a. Fa- it was fascinating to watch that, and this was the, it was it was her story that broke Lori. Like she was this the, the young mother was more in, like in, like triggered more of this story than we ever knew. I think it was less about her story and more about the fact that Lori felt like she had no answers. Yes, but I just mean, like, her her story... It was sort the catalyst. Of like, yeah, it was the catalyst that sort of sent Lori down this path towards the GR, which brought all of our people into this whole world. Mm-hmm. And I also think Lori, up until that moment, had been a person of science. Had been a... Per- like, as a psychiatrist? Yeah, yeah like as, so. a, as a psychiatrist, not particularly religious in any strife, that it would be considered... Like, she would be very much considered a person of science. So this was how she dealt with... Something that science will never explain. Yeah. And when this woman's saying, what am I supposed to do? And Lori admits out loud, I don't know. I don't know. And the fact that Natalie Gold's character, young mother, is the one who kind of turned Lori on to the the GR. That's an interesting way. Or, yeah, I I found it very interesting... Because we, this was probably the only second. This was probably the second recruitment on this show we've seen from the Guilty Remnant. 
because I think the first one was Liv the Liv Tyler character, Meg, and then this. And in both times, they don't actively recruit you. And they just hang out outside your house, and you either join well, them or you don't. The other person we almost w- saw was Jill. Yeah, yeah. I would say that they do active. That Keith. is active recruitment. It's just a diff, It's their method. They were after Nora. Remember? Yeah, but they actively hang out outside your house and mess with you. But they don't. There's never like a hey, join us. Yeah, what? but that's not. They pick people. We saw them in their meetings. They're it, going it's out. Not, it's not as direct, mm-hmm. but they absolutely are recruiting. Yeah. And they absolutely are doing it in a very pointed way. They're just not actually walking up to you and saying, join us. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're making you do it nonetheless. Um, do you think they were outside there for Lori or for Young Mother? <laughs> I think, like Young Mother said, there is a lot of people that are going to see Lori that could be candidates. I think that hanging out outside any psychiatrist's house would be a smart place for the GR to be. But Makes maybe sense. they were doing it for Lori. Yeah, it could. It could have been. They're like, this is a, this is a uh, kill two birds with one stone, stone situation, yeah. or just a fish in a barrel place of like it might be Lori, it might be this patient, that patient, this patient. Yeah. Like, yes, it, this is just a prime location. Um, mm-hmm. But, like, her, her suicide attempt was, like... For real. Yeah. Yeah. Like, she just she takes all the... And then she, like, has... She, we watch her, like, like very calmly going through the motions until she... Uh, to the moment she, I think, lays down to accept it. Like, she, as soon as... As long as she's still moving, she's taking active steps. And she's, like... I'm curing this. I'm actively doing something. And as soon as she stops and takes four seconds to think about it, uh, she's ready to do it. She's ready to die. This show is so legit at coming full circle in individual episodes that the second I saw what was going on here, A, opening up with having that song uh, in our intro, the 1-800-SUICIDE song, then watching her take all those pills, I was like, damn, somebody's not making it out of this episode alive. That we're gonna see some sort of suicide at some point, and then and well, we'll see. We, I, as you say that, and I think the chat seems pretty solidly on one side, but I know that like there is room for like. Do you guys like are are you settled on Lord, that Lori killed herself at the end of this episode? I'm settled I'm, on that. I'm not a hundred percent certain. If I had to guess, I would say that I think she probably did. I think that if she wasn't going to. After talking to Jill, I don't think she would have gotten in the water in general. Yeah. But I I could see it go both ways. I think, like, the show did leave it in ambiguity, but that's sort of the style of The Leftovers, to not show you a body. But it wasn't the series finale. Yes. You know, this isn't this isn't a Soprano situation here. Yeah. We're, we're going to figure it out next week. She either is alive or she's not. Yeah, I would say it's like, I, in, in my mind, like I'm looking at it and it's like, I'm 75% sure she did it. Um, how guilty would Nora feel, though? I, how guilty will she feel? Like, you have to imagine she's going to find out. And, That's why I said, would she feel if this is what happened? Probably If, if Lori just yeah. goes down there and comes back up, Nora's I, not going to feel guilty. She's not going to know anything happened. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, we're, we're not on Nora yet, but I don't think Nora cares about anything. Like... I don't think Nora cares about much right now. I think she'd care about that. Yeah. I think she cares about the people around her, mm. even, even though, even if she doesn't care about, like, necessarily herself or mm. something like that. This is this is interesting. Like you said, a lot of people in the chat think she did, but a lot of people didn't. Uh, Pablo says, Lori is dead if you follow the Judas story, mm-hmm. uh, which we'll, we can talk about a little bit later. There you go. Um, Seth says, I want to say that Lori did not kill herself. And then Seth added a nice heart after that. So that's got to be yeah. good for something, right? The heart emoji yeah. must mean that that's true. Uh, yeah, a lot of I mean, the thing on that, both sides. The thing that's tough is that I'm sort of asking myself why. Like she, And this is sort of like I'm, I'm posing this as a question. Is like why would Lori at this point in her life go through with it? Well, uh, I definitely think when she went on the boat, she was intending to do this, whether she oh, actually yes. did or not. But I think that that's why when she went to Kevin, she didn't fight harder. She says, I hope you wake up. He says, I, I, might, I might wake up. She says, I hope you do. But she, it didn't matter anymore because she was saying goodbye, not because he was leaving, but because she was leaving. So I feel like, why? 
because she feels like she said goodbye and she's done. She thinks she's done her part. You think she's just like <clears throat> effectively decided that she's just her story is over and so she's just like cutting it off where she feels she's got a husband who she 100 percent disagrees with his beliefs she is hearing him talk and she doesn't recognize him or his son michael she's got she says to kevin we did the best thing we ever did was these kids so she feels confident in where both of her kids are right now she's no longer going to be with kevin because that boat's already sailed she says that he's already saved her and it's already done and i think she thinks she's been placed on earth to do something that she's done she's been placed on earth to to judas this to judas this uh last supper and then i don't know that she really was it i i don't think that she was a like a judas in terms of like if we're using kevin as the jesus allegory because she didn't betray kevin Mm -hmm. if anything she helped kevin um but she did follow that she betrayed the disciples Mm -hmm. um and she and and she killed herself the way that like I guess Judas did in the Bible. Uh, unfortunately, the three of us not going to be a lot of help with New Testament knowledge. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> bunch of Jews. I, I I'm actually not. Oh, you're not? No, I'm a Christian. I didn't Person, know that. Stephen Thomas. I just James assume Kaufman. with the name Kaufman. Two, uh, two, you en- could be two, more en- help. two ends. German. Um, I can be a bit. Of, I can then be Steve. School us. <laughs> No, I wasn't. Saying, <laughs> I wasn't yeah, saying I know my if, New Testament either. If you're either, saying you know your New just, Testament, then go right ahead, Steve. I was not saying We're I know my New listening. Testament. Um, no, I, I think she... That, don't disappoint the, uh, the, the priests or, or uh, pastors or preachers that may have uh, taught you. <laughs> Well, no, I can't. Um, I can't actually because they mentioned that she was more like Saint Thomas or the Thomas the the doubting apostle, and she, that's when she said she was Judas. Thomas is actually my saint because he was the last to actually believe Jesus came back. He was the last to decide that this was real. Yes, and it, so, well, it was so only because Jesus actually came back and he met Jesus. If so, he's the one who needed. Proof. He's the one who needed literal proof, which would make sense for Lori. But I think the Judas of it all mirrors more nicely because she did. Well, she, I think when she loose. said she wasn't the Thomas, she was saying there's nothing you can do to make me believe regardless. Yeah, that's true. Because she didn't I'm see him. I'm the Judas. I'm not yeah, she the didn't, Thomas. She didn't see him die and come back. Right. Uh, what do you guys think about if she is dead? Uh, Miriam says it's kind of sad she didn't say bye to John. That is rough, actually. Yeah, that is. I mean, like, especially they are after married, Evie and everything that's happened. Yeah, but I, but I think she's. But, I feel. Roxy, go ahead. I feel as if she, and this might be phrased harshly, and I don't, I don't mean it to offend anybody, but I feel as if maybe she's lost a little bit of respect for John, after learning more about him, learning more about the fact that he did believe that Evie was still out there. Um, and even if it's not losing respect, it's like losing compatibility hmm. and having this be the person she ended up with because of the departure, not because it was the person she was supposed to be with. I think that Lori probably believes that she was supposed to be with Kevin and had all of this not taken place. Like that, that was her person. She was going to drug everybody she had to to have a final conversation with him. And I, I don't think maybe she had that for John. Yeah, I mean, she, like, he, what, they didn't have kids together. They were only married for, they were only together for, like, two years. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe a little, maybe two and a mm. half, but, like, it's only been three years since they met. I think, uh, I think all of everything with Lori start to finish, I think, boils down to what she was thinking on that couch before she got up and decided she didn't want to kill herself at that moment. Hmm. That maybe it's I don't want to disappoint my family. Maybe I don't want to leave my family in shambles. Maybe it's this. Maybe it's yeah. and whatever think, that thought is. It's one constant thread that she cleared up before. That's and, probably why she actually is dead. I don't know if you, if many people attempt suicide twice. I think you know one time you figure out that this is what you want and you have that moment. And I think if you're going to go for it the second time, you probably go for it. That. That's been my um, experience, but I'm I'm not sure. But I think that she probably is actually gone. This is interesting, though, from Eupatorius to Sorry, I butchered that. Uh, he said she did, in a way. She's leaving him with a scuba accident lie. So, yeah, I think that was basically, like, what this says to me 
Um, and to be honest, like this threw me a little bit with Lori, with like everything that I've come to know about Lori's character, and that she is like she was before the uh, before the departure, and more recently when she reconnected with her family, like she's always seemed like a uh, a like a creature of science. Um, or, or I, I combine creature of habit with person of science, <laughs> yeah. but uh, a person of science, and it seems like she has been. Like, basically what this says is that she was broken this entire time. And basically the only reason that she hadn't killed herself was out of love for her family or the, and the ones, the people around her who would be hurt by her death. And especially by the fact that she would kill herself. Like, she was thinking more about the other people than she was about themselves. And that's a lot of people... Uh, talk about uh, suicide as a selfish thing because it's all about you. You don't think about what you mean to the people around you. And that's not, I'm not saying that's 100% the case with people who, uh, who do that, but it is, it is one view of suicide. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that is sort of what the, the, the viewpoint that Lori subscribes to. And at this point she sees Nora basically gives her a way to do this without hurting her her without hurting her loved ones or at least like directly they'll they'll, them. they'll miss her of course they will they love her but Jill went off to college Tommy survived without her for a number of years and that could have been the final nail in the coffin the fact that she heard them and that they were doing so well and that they were fine you know it's not like Jill called her in a panic and was like I'm not doing okay. I still need you, mom. You know mm. she knew that about them, but it was just like it was. It double, probably double helped. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it was like my kids yeah. are good. Yeah, They're- and I I will say with Lori's story, which in, what's interesting about what you said, Zach, is you are right that a lot of people view suicide as very selfish. But if you if you know people who have committed suicide or you've ever taken grief counseling or you've looked into it, what you learn is that. People who do commit suicide a lot of times are able to compartmentalize very differently than people who don't. And I think that Lori, because she is a therapist, is able to compartmentalize in this kind of way where she has been able to separate her work and what she feels and all of the different things going on. And I think that she loves her kids very much. I think that she loves people and that she was just ready. She was ready to go. The more we talk about it, the yeah. more I think she's definitely gone. Well, yeah, it seemed it would, to be honest. Like if she wasn't, it would feel like a cop out. Yeah, the, yeah. Just the, because they like very clearly implied it, and to not have her have killed herself mm. at this point would be would feel like they were intentionally just trying to trick us. Right. Which, which isn't what this show does. Yeah. It's, without it's a, without not, a great not, reason. Yeah, that's not the leftovers. Especially with there being two episodes left. It's not like we have another season <sighs> and we're like, we're going to miss her. I know. That's so sad. Although I will also say that it, as a person of science, minus the, the world of the departure, our world, a person who commits suicide is at, like, suicide is the symptom of a mental disease. And it's the ultimate symptom of a mental disease, and that's death. So as a person of science, that's how she would feel. But the fact that she sees this as a way out is her somehow giving in to some type of supernatural or some type of unknown. Yeah. Of I'm broken beyond science or science is broken. she's giving into supernatural at all. But she's giving into something that's beyond science because if she was truly beyond, especially given her profession, she would 100% think, if I'm thinking of killing myself, that's a problem in my brain. Like, that's the equivalent to no, having I think, a cough. I, I think from her perspective, it's almost a mathematical equation of, like, I, like, the first, like, part of this equation is that I don't want to be here anymore. And the second part is I don't, but I still don't want to hurt the people who are, who are part of my life. And she's offered a, a, a an ex, another third thing that me, that would equal it all out mm. and leave, and mean that both things can happen can exist simultaneously when they when before they couldn't, and she decides to take it like she has weighed all of the all of the consequences and options and she has decided that this is the route that is the the one that causes the mm. least pain. Yeah, but I am saying, justice says she's giving them closure like the handprint. But I am saying yeah. that. I am saying that outside of this world, outside of this world to talk about pure mental health, if her brain draws that conclusion, 
in our world, that's just considered there's depression, there's this, there's that, there's anxiety. These are all, if you believe the science, yes. reasons her brain thinks that way and came to that conclusion. And because otherwise, but a human being would want to keep moving forward. It's effectively a world where everyone over the age of seven mm-hmm. suffered a trauma in their life. Like, imagine that everybody. Like, we all know, we all have people that are close to us or just that we know who have suffered great Mm. traumas in their life, and it affects them on a day-to-day basis. It affects them as they move forward. This is a world where everybody is living that. Do you guys think, because I still believe she's a woman of science, do you guys believe that when she is saying goodbye to Kevin, she believes that Kevin is committing suicide also with the choices Mm -hmm. he's about to make? I I think there's enough doubt. Uh, yeah, I think that she's – well, I, I don't think that she would call it suicide because it's – he doesn't think he's going to die. Even um, if you don't think you're going to die and you kill yourself. I guess it would that? still technically be, would right. be suicide. If you're talking pure science, she would think he's doing – he's doing that because delusions told him he wouldn't die, which would be the same – Yeah, the same – I think what's – it's – there's some break in her mind from regular science, from fact. yeah. From what is known. Yeah. And she understands that maybe there are things that humans don't know. Apparently the HBO YouTube page just uploaded um, Amy Brennerman talking about, with Damon Lindelof, about Lori. And she all but says she is dead. Okay. Uh, Thank you to Pablo and Greg and and all of you guys in the chat for talking about that. So we'll definitely check that out. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think it was up by the time we started this, uh, this broadcast. Um, let, speaking of uh, the, the debate between what's what's real, what's supernatural, what's and what's just uh, a lie, let's talk about Nora and Matt in this in these episodes. Uh, this Another epi- amazing storyline. Um, because they uh, basically uh, between getting off the the lion boat from last week and where we picked up here, um, Matt has one eighty. <laughs> Matt has done a one. I mean, we saw that I think at the end yes. um, of last week's episode. But uh, Lori has met up with Nora um, and Matt. Matt along with them, and they are tracking down the physicists who are maybe sending people where the departed went. Flash also to the suicide machine. Yes, mm. whole, whole big suicide thing. Doctor Becker and Doctor Eden. Who and are together? Who, yeah, who are in a, who, who are, are lesbian a, lovers? Yeah. Um, well, what do you guys think about the, uh, knowing uh, what? I was about to make a joke like, don't be binary. They could be. They happen to be lovers. Their Whatever. sexuality. They are not together okay. in a <laughs> physical way. Yeah. Um, they're boning, um, <laughs> or at least making out. Yes. Um, what do you guys think that says? Uh, like, does that change your view of them or or their operation at all? Like, the stuff. So, what we saw is we saw them together. We've tracked them to a truck yard uh, by the by the uh, by the coast. Where yeah, but interesting that they have moving. a rabid dog too. Yeah. Mm. Well, I don't think well, rabid. I think they had an attack dog. Well, I'm just saying, dogs are crazy in this show. That's dog. true. They could just have like I mean, a regular it was, it was dog a, that goes cray cray. It was could, a German Shepherd, which are the most yeah, traditional okay. attack dogs. Mm-hmm. Was are we um, sure that that was their dog and not their neighbor's dog? Because actually, I'm not sure. Larry was Larry was climbing was, a fence to get a vantage point. She could have been climbing a fence from somebody else's no, side it, of the it fence. It looked like it came from their yard. Yeah, I thought it was their yard, but I mean, I, I'm not mm-hmm. looking at it, so I would have yeah, to double, double check. But so we follow them like from there. They leave. They go to this truck yard they, where they're, it seems like their equipment is all being loaded onto uh, a new truck uh, to go to whatever the next place on their list is. Um, with that information, does that change your view of their activity, of the, what they're doing? I've no. never – well, I think they're kind of clear on what their thing is. It's that we have science that explains the thing that science isn't explaining. Yeah. And then we have a machine that can duplicate an unknown phenomenon. Like they're in such murky waters that I don't I don't think they're knowingly tricking people or lying to people. I think they think that that machine is absolutely sending everyone wherever the 2% went. Okay. I partially agree. However, the other side of that, Steve, would be the fact that if if they do think that 
they're obviously opening these trailers afterwards and seeing, and if they're not sending them there, there would be some form of ashes. Residue. Residue, Vaporet. something. You're not, you're not just incinerating these bodies and never going to check to see if any parts of them remain, if you really do believe yeah, that they're going somewhere. I don't know enough about yeah. radiation, but I think there's a way to liquefy them in a way, incinerate in a way that there's Turn nothing. Turn them into a gaseous form. I, Turn them I into where there's, there's nothing. there's zero chance that there would be zero particles And they're left. scientists. They would be able they to would, source yeah. that out. Yes. I, um, so I also I, imagine that they would find a way to, like, video the like what they're doing. They wouldn't zap people without, like... Oh, I'm sure those videos exist. They just don't give them a Nora. No, I know. I'm just saying, like, I... Or they don't they, exist because they know that they're killing these people. That would... Yeah. Then why the, um, then why the baby question? <laughs> why the cloak and well, dagger? Why the, even with... If they do know what they're doing, why the baby question? The baby question was answered two different ways both times. Mm. It probably has nothing to do with the baby question. Yeah, it's about how you answer it. Yeah. Um, but, like, they, I mean, they have their own faith or, like, or set of rules that they're, like... That they're following. I'm really interested Um, and fascinated in this. With a limited amount of time, uh, I want to talk about and make sure we talk about like Nora in this because Nora, um, she had her IUD removed. Yeah. Um, Which basically implied because they said that that was the thing that they she couldn't have if she was going to go through the procedure. Right. And she very quickly is like, I don't want more kids. So that's the only reason to keep the to get rid of the IUD in theory would be those are just the only two reasons that you would get it removed right now is is it with with this much urgency is she either wants to go through the machine or she wants to have kids with Kevin or she wants them to think she can go through the machine yeah there's a lot of ambiguity in because they could tell that she had the IUD more important, so she could have gotten it removed just to show that she got it removed and she was ready to go, not necessarily planning on going. However, I my mind more thinks that maybe she's actually planning on going. Yeah. But more importantly, she had the IUD taken out, then got on the plane. Before she got on the plane, she had sex with Kevin with the money. No, no, she had the IUD in still. She had the she IUD. She talked to them because they said. Mm-hmm. Right? They okay. said you need to have your IUD removed. So she had it removed after the meeting. Okay, she definitely yeah. wants to go. She definitely wants to get zapped by this machine. Yeah, she 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 yells that she wants closure. Because it because also that would the timeline would mean she got the IUD removed after she had a huge blow up with Kevin. The the thing that uh the chat keeps reminding us and that we always have to remind ourselves though is that Nora is the one character that we know actually exists still in the future on some Earth because we saw her. Yeah, as an old woman. That that's, <laughs> thank you for reminding us. Yeah. I almost forgot. Um, but that could be. I mean, that could Zach, be alternate all, Earth, yeah, Nora, all timeline, all Earth. We don't know, but she's the one character we know at least exists in an older form somewhere. Yeah. Also, and, and if we really want to get in, get into the weeds about the IUD. They could have said no because she was pregnant, and then the uh, the why is she pregnant if she has an IUD becomes biblical mirror, mirroring of Kevin Junior's got magic sperm because he's he's a messi- like magical that's, sperm Kevin magical sperm that magical can just, sperm just get Trade around that mark. IUD. <laughs> it is interesting though, Steve. Like you're talking about that, we did see them have sex at the airport. Mm. It's like one of the first times I can remember actually seeing them have sex in a while. So in the season, no, I thought we did earlier in the season. What in bed? Yeah, they woke up next to each other. Maybe. Um, I think this was the first scene of them having sex. I think we had an implied one in. No, in the we've first definitely. What I, either way, yeah. we, it, that's more. I think a question of like just how graphic the show is choosing to be at which time. But that to me was not about. I don't think that. I didn't read that as being about like her having kids or anything. Um, I don't know enough about how IUD I, how IUDs work to know if it would like if taking it out now would have any effect. Mm. Um, I don't think that it would. Uh, I was just saying she gets pregnant in spite of in science, just because um, that's the realm of this show. It's possible. I mean, you can you can get pregnant with an IUD. It is mm. still possible. Um, yeah, Seth says they have sex in episode one. I knew it. <laughs> um, but uh, in this moment, she. Uh, like I think she just wants she wants to know what happened. She desperately needs to like she wants those answers. I mean, the fact that she decides to tell the baseball story in this moment, oh. which was 
perfection. You know how sometimes shows do this and you're like, eh, that was kind of a miss. This was like the perfect story. And I completely understood everything she was saying. Why would you want to be that person? And Lori gave the best answer ever. And regardless of what Lori said, I don't know if Nora does want to be that person. Even though Lori said, like, it's because you're about to save the, the game. I think Nora might think, eh, maybe I'll just join them if you can't beat them. You know? Also, I've seen beach balls go onto an outfield. It's not anarchy. Someone comes and gets it. Well, maybe if it's a playoff. <laughs> you don't know. If it, but what if it fell onto the field and the ball hit it? Yeah, it's a dead play, ground, automatic double. Who knows rule, what that result will be? Well, I know what the, I know, <laughs> I type, but who knows how that alters the game? And then, if what if it's like that's the thing that stops the Cubs from like winning the World Series in 2016 or some craziness? I'm just saying, it could cause chaos. Oh my god, um, Th- this is so random, but I have to mention this because I completely forgot about this. Eric Monroe just says something the show never addressed. Remember the last season when Meg pretty much raped Kevin's son? Yeah, they. Tommy, it just kind of yeah. happened, yeah. It, and Meg is dead, so even if yeah. there was a child, but it was there. Maybe. I mean, I think that was about them in the moment, and like again, like it made Meg's death at the top of this season even more shocking. But she's the one we, we didn't see as much up. as Evie. Evie, we knew was dead, dead. Meg. I mean, Meg was in there the was build. a there was a missile and a crater. I know, they but Meg, Meg's freaky deaky. The GR is dead in this plane. They might all be in the hotel or where the two percent went, or just the afterlife. They're look. They're not. They are not physically alive on this earth mm. anymore. Uh, I think we can. If there's, there's, if there's anything we can be certain on this, with this show, that we can be certain of. Um, wow. Uh, Don in the chat says the the final episode title is the Book of Nora. Yeah. Oh. So good. And then, so correct excited. me if I'm wrong, the, the title of next week's episode is, I think it's Jesus Christ and His Identical Brother or the Messiah. It's something and His Identical Brother, mm. which is reference to what David Burton said last week. And we're not to predictions yet, so I'll stop. All right. Uh, oh, my God. This is also good. Um, we got to talk about so the baseball scene. Um, again, uh, and I Matt can't really go her. on to it uh, like, again, again about how good Carrie Coons is as an actress. She's phenomenal. She is, if she yeah. doesn't win an Emmy, it is a travesty. Well, Do you think for this or for Fargo or for both? Exactly. I haven't, seen, I haven't seen Fargo yet. But Unfortunately, saying, like, she can't win for both, but she, is she the should odd, win for one. She's the odds-on favorite to win an Emmy because she's also on Fargo. Yeah. Carrie Coon for president. She, then, then she's competing with herself. She's going to be nominated against herself. Uh, I'll predict that right now. Well, that's not yeah. going to help her win. Um, Yupatoris, um, too, in the chat, baseball stories parallel to her as an investigator. She's questioning herself. Yeah. So in that in that story, she's saying that she's the person who's trying to take down the beach ball. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Because as an investigator, Because that's DSD, her job. Like, she knows that she's supposed to, but now she's realizing, like, she is sort of the spoil sport. Mm-hmm. I Yeah. I love, though, that she says, oh, it's about being with family, and then Matt hears that. And I feel like for the first time, Matt really is looking out for Nora. And he's like, I'm going to stay with you here. I feel like because we've seen him be selfish and do things because of God and do things because it's what he wants or how he wants to be remembered. And he's pushed Mary away and he's pushed Kevin away and he's pushed all of these people, Kevin Sr. away. And he's like, no, I'm going to stay with my sister, not because it's really what I want to do, but just because I'm going to be here for her. And that was cool. Yeah, that was Matt. That was Matt stepping up and like owning, like not being selfish anymore. Yeah. Um, all right, let's let's talk about Lori and Kevin really quick. And the and like we talked a little bit about the disciples, um, but like there was some like real quick like like with Grace that was such a weird situation. Where, the, sh- the shoes, you mean, or yeah, just the, like the shoes, and also her being like, oh, she doesn't get it, does she? And and Lori's like, no, I get it, Grace. Like, what the hell is going on there? Grace, like, I'm gonna t- I'm gonna come clean. It's like, are you, bitch? Are you? I mean, I think the like. I think she is planning on coming clean, but she's just like, I have to make it. We have to save the world first, and then I can be punished. Mm. Um, I, I take that earnestly that she plans on turning herself in, but she knows that she can't do. But she doesn't feel like she can do it until they do what they need to do. Which but say this doesn't work, then are they going to just keep doing things and she's still not going to turn herself in? That's what she said after the last time. People make excuses. Um, But yeah, I mean, the shoes thing is freaky. It's weird and random. That is a... 
in a show that doesn't leave anything on the table, the fact that that was said this week is like very clearly like, oh, there's something to that. Yeah. That those kids, that they didn't find those kids shoot. They found those kids without shoes. Yeah. They couldn't, they, they weren't anywhere and they, she didn't find them in like donation bins. Like, mm-hmm. did they run Their away? Their shoes got raptured, but, but the kids didn't. Yeah, that's. <sighs> I don't think the shoes got raptured. I mean, that, was, that was a joke. Yeah. Well, and to further complicate things, the book that this is all based off of, the initial the initial cover was of shoes missing a person. Right. Hanging over that. Mm. That, that it was shoes and then smoke coming out of the shoes was the initial cover for the Leftovers book. Mm. Gotcha. So there's something about shoes. That's all I got. <laughs> Walk a mile. I don't, have a th- I don't have a theory. I just know shoes are involved. I did love, I loved Lori's move to get to talk to Kevin. Me like, too. drugging the, drugging the, the, it was just like, oh! And then the cute little dog there. Borrowed your pills. <laughs> it was great. That was great. Um, that was great. I, at first, like, I thought Grace had done it for a moment. Mm. And this was going to get, like, real weird. That, like, I thought Grace had drugged everybody because mm. Lori started. I think she was just playing with people, like get them to fall asleep. Because she started, she was acting a little like loopy ish. Yeah, yeah. Uh, when she was talking about Judas, like to Michael, um, but then they all just went down. Wait, uh, Matthew savage. Power says Kevin Senior had a bag of shoes when Lori drives up. I don't remember that. Um, do you guys remember that? I, didn't I don't catch recall that. that. Don says uh, hashtag shoegate. But there's something there's something um, to the shoes, guys. I, I will have to go back and rewatch. I did not notice a bag of but shoes. But if Kevin Sr. had a bag of shoes, that means he somehow found it before Grace found it, and he's hiding it because he has his own narrative similar to the Ark story that we're hearing now. That's possible, yeah. The or maybe arc, she which... sent him out looking, saying, go get bags of shoes at this Goodwill that I haven't checked that place yet. We're searching. Ooh, that's... Way more logical. Uh, I also think something earlier we were talking about in the chat really briefly to mention is that we still potentially have a hotel situation coming up. Mm. And if we do, could Lori maybe be there? She could be, and that'll freak Kevin out. Yeah. What are you doing here? Um, I mean, if, if we go to a hotel, if we go back to the International Assassin Hotel, um, which if I'm being honest, I don't think we will. Because to me, that's too, that if he actually gets back to the the same hotel, that feels too much like an answer and too gra- too satisfying for the yeah. leftovers to do to do for us. But because maybe, the, because then he'll learn. To an end. Hmm? Maybe we are ready for an answer of some sort. Because maybe we're coming to the end, it's possible. Um, but uh, I just want it, so I'm saying that I know it would be really nice. I think it. I do think it's if they're interviews. If HBO on their YouTube page, and this is me, this is like showbiz me trying to trying to predict. I think if if Amy Brenneman's on the YouTube page for HBO right now, that means she's not in the next two episodes. Uh, just doesn't. Uh, that's if we're really piecing it all together. I would think that's how they're tricking you, man. I I don't know. I I've think, seen networks do that before, where they like put somebody on a death tour, like mm. interviews and everything, like. Show them off, like because they, they, they know what the playbook is when a character dies. Like they have to do it, oh my so they God. just run through that playbook. And they, so when they come, when that character isn't dead, the audience is just like, "What?" Remember Kevin in the? I'm, t- I'm kind of taking this from George, but remember Kevin when he goes to the hotel with all the suits in the closet? Imagine if Lori goes and it's all just scuba suits. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we get Lori in the hotel, like not Kevin, but like Lori's perspective. That we find, yeah, maybe. I don't think we have the, the weeks for that, but I don't. One of you that, said magic sperm before. I'm pretty sure it was Steve. <laughs> How'd you guess? <laughs> so much water and swimming and um, shoes. So, but yeah, I I really loved their uh, Kevin and Lori's conversation too. Um, like there, it was sort of like a confession. In a way, where they like, oh yeah, again, this telling was that like she was pregnant. This was closure for 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 Lori. Like she, all the things that she had hidden from the man that she spent more time with than any other person on the planet. I love that. I love that she said she was pregnant. I love that she admitted to spending two thousand dollars a night. I love that he was mm-hmm. coming clean about stuff. One thing that was curious to me though earlier in the episode when she was talking about him, when she said that he. When she was asked if he was a good husband, she said, yes, he saved me. What do you think specifically she was referring to? I thought she meant from the GR. Because mm. he, he did do that. Kind of. Kind of Jill. 
Eh. Kind of Kevin. Could it mean... That well, lighter thing was awesome, too, by the way. Yeah, the exchange well, well, and the fight. Yeah, and the black eye. Um, think, everything about it. I think if we're going if we're going start to finish, that the idea that she doesn't, like, the tell me what to do of it all at the beginning of this episode, that maybe she joined the Guilty Remnant because she was looking for meaning and, under, and understanding in a universe she doesn't understand anymore. So maybe Kevin, whether she believes in Kevin or not, she somehow found that in him would be a good theory on why she said it, why she said that. Hmm. Mm. Um, I think it was fascinating that Kevin decided that he, like, or he said, like, I never felt more alive than when he was in the hotel on the other side. Yeah. Um, Keeping in mind that when we saw Kevin earlier this season, he had a bag over his head. Because I think he was trying to get back there. Maybe. Or he's trying to get close to that. That's, that's what that says to me. That's what that that really like solidifies that like his like the the suffocation thing was him trying to knock himself out to the point where he was back in the hotel. Chase and he just says, never made it. Chase says no. The car wreck he saved her in. Um, then earlier, Philip said the fire. So it could be literally. Yeah, could there's be a number of ways, but I think yeah. that like all of his actions got her out of the gr. Um, huh, Vincent, I was hoping to hear Kevin admit about cheating on her in the last memory they had. Yeah. Remember when he she just, disappeared? She departed the person Kevin yeah, was Yeah, banging? yeah, Did they, I, for some reason I thought Lori knew about that. I feel like Lori knew about it, but I don't think he ever told her. I, I think he knew. I cannot tell you, I cannot remember why I think that, but I. I think she knew he was cheating on her. Yeah. I don't think she knew the whole story we know. Of where he was when the departure happened. Yeah. Interesting. Um, this chat is yeah. lit right now. Yeah, I I'm love all about you guys. this chat. I'm obsessed. Uh, you guys are great. I love all of your theories coming in. Um, we have to wrap out, so let's do some real quick predictions towards next week's Oof. episode, which is the most powerful man in the world and his identical twin brother. Twin That's the okay. full title is all of that. <laughs> yes. And his identical twin brothers in parentheses. Um, this, the, uh, the, the preview looks crazy. And the, um, the preview seems to be for the next two episodes as well. I didn't see the preview. What, so Did it going say on the next It said two? On, in, in The Leftovers. There's two episodes left in The Leftovers, and then it showed all of these things. Interesting. Um, every, everything um, seemed in place except for the scene with Nora. She seemed to be in a Wait, what did we see? Tell me, guys. Uh, Steve. We see, <laughs> the scene that I'm pointing out is Nora. Nora's we in the bathtub, a, like the a, hotel? We, it was a bathtub under candlelight, and the, the bathtub in the hotel didn't have candlelight, but it was Nora in what appears to be a bathtub saying something to the effect of, like, you're going to have to come and get him, or he's never going to give up. And then they're implying that that's about Kevin Sr. working with his disciples to try, and his disciples are trying to convince him to keep trying to go back to the hotel. Yeah, we do see Kevin going underwater via the seesaw uh, for a quick moment. Um, but we don't see much of, like, the results. Yeah. Um, or we, we obviously don't see the results. Um, or we don't see anything on the other side. We don't, like, see any glimpse of the hotel or anything like that. Mm. Um, but I'm... I'm so excited for next week. Um, I can't even, I can't really honestly offer any predictions at this point other than what Ooh, I've already said. Don Escobar, David Burton from Matt's episode said something about Jesus yeah. having an identical twin brother, too. That was that's right. Yeah. That's right. Um, oh, yeah. Also, I can admit I was dead wrong last week when I thought the guy in the submarine was Guilty Remnant. Oh, I, I forgot wrong. about oh, that. Yeah. He was trying to stop a Godzilla monster from hatching out a of the volcano. That makes perfect sense. A Leviathan, which is mentioned in Revelations, and it was hysterical that Matt was like, you're not supposed to take Revelations yeah. literally. Like, that's stupid, man. Yeah. Oh, like, so, oh, you're not supposed to take the ridiculous parts of the Bible literally. He's like, yes. Like, that was one he of was my, so like, yeah. As an agnostic, that was one of my favorite scenes of this whole series. That was a phenomenal uh I loved that exchange. Yeah. It was great. That was a great exchange. Um, all right. We have to wrap out, guys. 
Um, that's, so that's going to do it for this episode of the, uh, the Leftovers After Show. I, real quick, um, we talked a lot about suicide in tonight's episode. Um, and if anybody, if you are out there and you're having any, uh, a da- like thoughts that you, uh, need, the, feel you need to talk about, if you think, if you're thinking about hurting yourself or you know somebody who is thinking about hurting themselves, the number for the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline is 1-800-273-8255. Uh, call them, and uh, there are people that will help you through whatever you want, or someone you know is dealing with. Yeah, people who are attracted to this show usually will have. Some it's a very thoughts. dark so, show, and we we talk a lot dark. about it. But it's 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 this is a real thing, and people really mm-hmm. can mm-hmm. do need help, and there are people out there who are willing and able to help you through. And regardless of our theory the of this being a solution for Laurie, it's not a solution in real life. Yes, would be the easiest Absolutely. way to would be the easiest yes. way to go about it. Um, yeah, and so um, that's it for uh, After Buzz TV's Leftover After Show. Um, I have been your host, Zach Wilson. Uh, you guys can find me on Twitter and Instagram at ThatZachWilson. Um, I also host the Doctor Who After Show here. We just finished this season of the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. After Show. Um, I also have I have a sketch team, uh, Turncoat Comedy, at Down at the Pack Theater. If you uh, go to Twitch TV, uh, switch.tv slash Geek and Sundry, we just did a live set on uh, Gather Your Party there on Friday, it got real ridiculous. I may have belly crawled across a stage. Uh, check, go check that out uh, on Geek and Sundry's Twitch. All right, guys. I'm Roxy Stryer. You can find me everywhere at Roxy Stryer. And I'm Steve Kaufman. You can find me on Twitter at Steve Kaufman. That's K-A-U-F-M-A-N-N. Those of you who are interested in WWE Backlash, I'll be in this very room in about an hour talking all about it as part of my triple header tonight. I'm also doing Gotham and Better Call Saul tomorrow. Also, my improv team is doing a lot of awesome stuff. It is the show that shall. It's at show that shall on Twitter. They'll tweet about their shows. Check them out. They're funny, guys. And girls. Uh, All right, guys. This has been the Leftovers After Show. Thanks for geeking out with us. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.